0: Hey everybody, it is Dave and Jeff. It is August 23rd, 2022. Alright, I'm
1: very distracted watching this Padre game, Dave, because if you look up, see where the guy's moving his arm right behind the Petco next to the two ladies with the blonde hair. Yeah. In that row, you know where it is. It's right by where we sat with Billy. Okay. But he's a row in front. Every time I see that guy at these games, he's a season ticket holder. And by the way, he was incredibly
0: nice. Oh, you know, oh, is he the guy?
1: Yeah. Oh, fuck. I flash back because something happened at the game. We were super excited. That guy right there, just looking straight ahead, talking, talking to the person next to him, ear off. But uh, <laughs> something happened, exciting, home run, or, or can't remember what. And all of a sudden, I look down, and the guy in front of me is rubbing his head. I don't know what happened. He just smacked me. Oh, Jesus.
0: You sort of smacked? Yeah, I think so. What?
1: I know. I felt so bad. i mean. It's not even like I was in Pete and Billy's seats, but uh, but he was great. And thankfully, he let me, you know, I told him, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm buy you a beer, do something. He's like, no. I was like, I
0: swear to God. Was he rubbing his head? Yeah, for like oh.
1: three innings. Oh,
0: nah, come on. You call him a pansy? Come on. He <laughs> tough enough. Well, you do know, you want the beer or not? Shut up. Stop it.
1: You know, the slinging sweet hits you over the top of the head. You're going to feel
0: it. <laughs> I have a great new game for okay. people. You're not in the car very much, are you? Um, I don't know. I drive probably about 15,000 miles a year.
1: Oh, Jesus, I drive that in a month. <laughs> um, uh, this is my new game that I like, Dave, and it's when you're driving. It's yeah. kind of more like when I'm down here in Eastlake. It doesn't really work for the freeway. But it's such a long drive from the 805 to get out to your place, either coming down Telegraph or, or Olympic. You don't um, take the toll road? I do sometimes, okay. but coming from work, there's no reason to really cut all the way over. And so uh, on Sundays I do, Okay, I'm coming from La Mesa. But I'm cutting over, and now my new thing is, and there's a handful of people guilty in Chula Vista, I shame the people that don't have updated tags. <laughs> do you actually look at people's tags on their cars? Yeah, it's great. Are you, a cop? <laughs> hey, Jim Betancourt. I'm out here doing my. All I need is a flashlight.
0: And the ability to make a citizen's arrest.
1: Do I have that ability? Can I just make a citizen's arrest? Have you
0: ever met anyone that actually made a citizen's arrest? We all know that's one of those things that exists, but I don't know anyone that's ever done it. it, The the greatest to ever do this is Phil Hendry.
1: Phil Hendry is by far the greatest to ever do this. No, No question about it. And he had a guy, Jay... Oh, I can't remember his last name. But Jay ran the Citizens Auxiliary Police Board. And he said that often when people were gone, he would go into their houses and walk through to make sure that nothing had been disturbed. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he was the guy who who said the first time, and we've stolen it a thousand times, you know, it was on Phil Hendry's show. I got to look it up. Jay, I can't think of his last name. Doesn't matter. But a, a fireman called. Yeah. And said, Hey, you know, as a first responder, an actual licensed first responder, I have to say what you're doing is illegal. And Phil, as Jay said, Oh, big of you to call in. Shouldn't you be getting a cat out of a tree? And the firefighter (laughs) lost his mind. And it was so brilliant. And I don't know why, I don't know why Phil had to let people in on the secret. For people that don't don't know. Phil Hendry hosted the talk show. They wanted him at KFMB. Bob Bollinger couldn't handle it. Had no balls. Dave Sniff wanted him and would have been there when we were there. And uh, so he went to KFI and killed it. And what Phil did was he hosted a talk show and then he would bring this guest down and the guest could be male or female. And what people didn't realize was it was Phil interviewing himself yes. while running the board at the same time. So, talking into a phone, changing his voice, interviewing himself, it's the most... He would do roundtables. It was... I don't know how he did it. I went... I've said this. I went there live because my buddy Emiliano Lamone produced for John and Ken. Todd Villalobos and I went up and watched Phil do his show. Stern used to talk about going... Stern actually went. He flew across country to watch it. And we went to KFI and watched him do it. And Phil would come in and be like, hey, I could take the story here. I could take it there. But, um... He's, he's the most brilliant. But he had this one character that he would do all the time, Jay, that ran the Citizens Auxiliary Police Board. And they were constantly, you know, making citizens arrest. If, yeah. you, left your, if you left your cart outside of the designated area and Target, <laughs> yeah, that's a, the health hazard. We're going to take you down. If we got to pepper spray you, we'll pepper spray you. We'll billy club you behind the... Hey, you can't billy club people. <laughs> For leaving a card—it's just so stupid. But other than uh, other than Jay, that's the only guy I know who ever uh, made a citizen's do you, arrest.
0: Do you have one that stands out out of all his stories? There's always that one that stands out in my mind. Do you have one that stands out? Because the best are the ones where people lose their mind and can't call fast enough.
1: He did. Uh, hang on, I got to see really quick uh, what this guy's name was because if you ever look him up, uh, it was Jay Jay Santos. Here. i here. for
2: our good friend, Jay Santos of the Citizens Luxury Police. God damn it, bud. Turn that down. Sorry. I think blasting my freaking ears out, man. And Jay, how are you? Uh, i is doing very really good. We're getting ready for uh, coming out here and, uh, you know, get a, get a job. 2015. state are broken. A duly authorized organization swings into action. Yeah, it may be right. called the state police, all right. Get state troopers, militia, them. the rangers, or right. citizens' aren't doing police. <laughs> it's
0: just, yeah, he did. Uh, but he did all the voices. He, yeah, that was him. He did all of them. I mean, you can see him yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, my my favorite again, the one that always stands out. I mean, there's so many that he did that were so good. It was just different radio. If you loved radio, it was just. Uh. It was different, and at the time, I didn't know it was him doing all the voices. You never thought of something like that. I don't know. Again, I'm with you. I don't know why you let him in on the secret, but my favorite was in the late 90s when he was a Padre fan. Oh, yes. Remember, he had the guy come on that was a huge Padre fan, Yeah, and he used to lease buses from Mexico because he thought the Padres played better in the stadium when it was closer to being full. Right. And so what he would do is he would bring in like five (laughs) buses of people. And he would say, all right, let's go, boys. Let's get them. But then he announced that he got tired around yeah. the fifth or sixth inning. So he'd just go home and assume everybody made it back over the border. And people <laughs> lost their shit that all these illegal uh, aliens basically were coming over the border. And he was leaving them here. And they're doing the math in t- yeah. 2000 times 81. And yeah. no, no, they're Padre fans. They're good people. I'm sure they went back home.
1: <laughs> they had lives down there. <laughs>
0: people lost their fucking mind.
1: He did that one, and the one that was the greatest is when he would be his boss, David G. Hall. Yeah. And on Cinco de Mayo, David G. Hall made Phil sing La Cucaracha. And and he kept telling Phil, sing it louder or you're getting fired. And I never met David Hall, but people have told me he's a very nice man. And he would come in those days afterwards, and his voicemail would be full of people telling him, the way you treat Phil Hendry is <laughs> awful. So, but anyways, yeah, Jay Santos is the last guy to make a citizen's arrest. But Dave, when you drive and you look over, and somebody's got April of twenty two, and they have no idea why you're—is that
0: what you're doing? You're just giving the look and you're breathing like that at them. You,
1: I'm not giving them the hello breathing, but you look at them right, and they're like. What I do? Did I cut this guy off? Did I not use my turn signal?
0: The only time I notice anyone's is if I know mine haven't been put on. Like, oh, I, I, yeah. I, like, do you put them on the second they come in the mail? Yeah, I get nervous. Okay. About, do you, but, yeah. n- now I've asked police officers, "What's the deal?" And they go, "They usually give you a four to five months. They'll let you go four to Wait, five no, months why over." They just
1: give four to five years. Goddamn, <laughs> there's only twelve months in the year.
0: I have no idea what the
1: are these guys doing.
0: Because sometimes it's the DMV's fault. I guess it's in a hassle to pull someone sure. over. Who knows? But it's, uh, it's one of those, okay, are you the lazy guy that doesn't take your, your license plate frame off and just tries to stick it in there? Or 100%. Do you, you do? Yeah, I'm not taking that thing off. Oh, I take it off every time. I take it off, I clean it, the whole deal, and then I make sure it's flush. Otherwise, you can't get it in there. You can't get all four corners in there. It gets blocked.
1: Yeah, you got it. Now, do you try to peel the previous year off?
0: Never. I just pile oh, on I top. I try to get rid of those. Do you do the razor blade where you cut through it in case no. somebody has an idea to steal your tags?
1: Because i cut my finger off. <laughs>
0: But uh, (laughs) okay, here's another pet peeve on that. All right. The license plate frame. Yeah. Do you drive around with the dealership license plate frame on?
1: Yeah, I'd like to
0: get rid of it. Why do you do that?
1: Well, because I don't have a Dave and Jeff show license plate frame. Could you imagine? No, It doesn't even have
0: to be that. Just nothing. Yeah. The, The deal is the people you bought it from. They, yeah, they haven't they're, done anything. They aren't giving you $200 a month to advertise for them. I know. Fuck those guys. You've already paid for the car. Yeah. Don't give free advertising to any of those guys. I know. Where do you even go to get a license plate for fucking Amazon.
1: No shit. Dude, <laughs> Dude, for seven right bucks,
0: now. you can get your favorite team. Go ahead and get I'm Padres. <laughs> go ahead and get Raiders. God, Nobody I mean, will fuck with you if the Raider one. Fuck
1: no. <laughs> not doing that shit.
0: <laughs> Hang on. Is
1: that right?
0: Dude, I'm telling you. They got a million of them. God. Amazon. I don't want that
1: shitty gray
0: one. Jesus, I even have the goddamn
1: Raiders Nation one. That's I
0: even funny. have the Alabama Air Caps on my goddamn truck. I got the got the A, A on right? there, the whole deal. Yeah, fuck it, Amazon. A couple yeah. bucks, it'll be here tomorrow.
1: Yeah, no shit, it will be. When's the twenty fifth?
0: Twenty fifth is in two days.
1: Oh, should I just get the one that says Las Vegas Raiders? I Just uh, go
0: Raiders, or national. Yeah, brand.
1: that's true because the. Knowing Mark Davis, he'll move him again. <laughs> and then I'll be like, oh, the people that got the Tatis jersey.
0: How about Belichick saying this week that the Raiders by far have the nicest facility in the history of football? Did you see that?
1: I didn't see that. It, it's to me, Dave, it's funny because we're excited um, for you guys to get going on Bolt City Podcast. And, and the thing that I'm hoping Josh does, we talked about this the other day. If you come on and do your goddamn power rankings, I'm going to hit you in the fucking head with a hey, shovel.
0: Hey, you don't have uh, three shows to fill. I, I don't know. know what the hell he's going to do. We uh, have a producer, so a lot of the producers are going to decide what's going to happen. But
1: the great thing about that show is Josh sees the game differently. He's a guy that played quarterback, and it's one of the things we used to talk about with Mark Grant, that no matter how many games we watch, they see it differently. Yeah. So the, the challenge for Josh is going to be seeing what he sees and conveying that to the average schlub like us so that we feel like, not that we see it at the same level, but give us something to look for or yeah. something... Something that happened in the previous Sunday, you guys will be fine. But it, it's finding a way to utilize that will be fantastic. But the thing that I think about is, you know, I was joking tonight. I was like, hey, maybe I can be a guest during Raiders week. Uh, I'm, I'm fascinated by this Raiders team, and I'm fascinated by the other team. I watched the Vikings because you're going with two guys. The Vikes go with Kevin O'Connell, who's never been a head coach, has never called plays. But somebody, obviously, you and I are very biased, too, because he's been a friend. For me, I've known him since he was in 10th or 11th grade at La Costa yeah. Canyon. Hey, I knew him way back then. My friend Darren Brown coached him. You know, I had him a couple of times out there at the subway scouting. Nobody cares. Jesus Christ. Nobody cares. Coach, did he ever coach football? Yeah, I coached a few times out there at Tory. I coached a D-line. and said, hey, get down. Get that tail end down. Something to get your pants dirty. Hey, my guys got their pants dirty. We weren't like uh, we weren't like that team from San Marcos. We got dirty. Um, but the thing being with these guys and and with McDaniel's, Davis, are they capable of taking the next step and being a head coach, or are they going to be what Norv was? What? Wade Phillips was right. And Other guys that are just stuck
0: as coordinators. So, yeah, I'm, I think it's going to work for both guys. Just from what I see, I'm, I'm honestly because, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and football podcasts between the, basically these teams that you're interested. Like Kevin yeah. O'Connell, you have interest in him, of course. I mean, I remember when he was at San Diego State and we were in the parking lot throwing the football with him. Remember that?
1: Well, the thing was we were talking to him because. He was kind of trying to figure out what he wanted to do next.
0: No, no, he was about to get drafted when he came in. We were throwing is that the what it was? Yeah, dude, he ended up being Tom Brady's backup. It was well, 2008. I was, at, I was at his draft party yeah.
1: at Red Robin. Yeah. But I, he came by another time, yeah, I felt like.
0: When he was trying to figure out what the fuck he was going to do. Yeah. The second time through. But the but first time was.
1: Is when he's throwing 80 yards, and then it was like, you threw it to me, I threw it to Costa, and then Costa threw it back to him.
0: I don't know. I thought I threw it
1: pretty good. No, I
0: don't think you did. <laughs> I thought I threw it pretty fucking good. And but he—he uh,
1: he, he was sealing yeah, it about sixty-five yeah, we, yards while just BSing. I mean, how
0: crazy is that? That he's a head coach and the guy he was basically drafted to back up is still playing. Yeah. You know. I mean, he was. This is two thousand eight. Brady's already been in the league about ten years.
1: That that to me is one of the. Um, it's really such an interesting year for me with that team because I was just so sick of
0: Mike Zimmer. That's what I was going to get to. The guys on the podcast have some great things about O'Connell and that how much better the offense is having an offensive guy in. And yeah. then Zimmer sucked. He did. Yeah, the Viking guys are ripping him.
1: Good. They should. But it's also weird because you'd be excited if it was a new guy coming in, right? Kyle Shanahan. But when it's literally a guy that you've known, since he was 16 years old, and he's coaching that team, uh, it makes it really, really fun because I can I can hang with that team a lot more than I could. The patience will be there, and I'm, I'm cheering for a friend. Not only my team, but I'm cheering for a friend. But, but really, I said to my sons the other day, they said, if you had to pick one team, what's your team? I said, my team's the Raiders. Yeah, It is the Raiders. I will enjoy Viking football, but the Raiders are my team. And I said, I really am... Now, that wouldn't have had any impact on Bolt City. No, did you? It's, it's in your blood. Because we said we could just cover him. We didn't have to be fans, and yeah. and it'll be fine. But I'm really interested with McDaniels to see, is he
0: ready to be the guy? What has he taken away? Don't you think he's learned his lesson after what he failed on with Denver? I hope so. I mean, he turned down. Remember you accepted the Colts job and yep. then turned it down? Yeah. That he was looking for the right right fit? Yeah. And for him, I guess I'm, he's thinking it's the right fit. When I listen to the Raider podcast, I listened to one today. Yeah. They were saying the offense is so tough. I mean, Hunter Renfro's like, "Did you think you know it. You need right. you, you don't. And he says every offensive player has to be as smart as car, meaning you're now the quarterback. You aren't just a receiver. Is that why Kenyon Drake gets cut? Kenyon Drake could get cut. No, he is. Yeah. Oh, he got cut already? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He played the other day against the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, no, he's so, being released because okay. they can't trade him. Okay, I believe it. And then, uh, but Renfro was talking about it, and then I yeah. uh, listened to Devontae Adams' uh, press conference today, or yeah. a podcast today, and uh, they were saying, man, if you're off by a half a foot on where you're lining up outside, it throws off the whole fucking play. But you have to be able to read the exact defense that Carr's reading because when before the ball's hiked, you're going to know what you're doing, what route you're running. Same like, hit. it's not called, it, you know what I mean? It's a yeah. pass play at, when it starts, but if it's a pass play, you got to know exactly what Carr's thinking because he's reading the defense. You're reading the defense, too.
1: See, that's the thing. Again, you don't need me to produce your show, but I'm going to produce your show. (laughs) You've been gone for one day. I know. You should have Josh talk about what it takes as a quarterback to learn that playbook. Like, what was step one when trying to learn the Alabama playbook, right? Sarkeesian, Kiffin. Kiffin, those were his
0: offensive coordinators, yeah. Yeah,
1: and do it because when you're playing the Raiders, yeah. right, okay, you're Derek Carr. Yeah. And it's almost a little bit like Trevor Denman where you have to forget the horses in the second race. You have to forget the Gruden terminology, right, Greg Olson, anything else. Those, but It was Gruden's terminology. You, you have to learn everything. How do you start? What's your first thing that you're starting with? And then you build upon it. From there, what's the base foundation that you
0: learned? You know, so I don't know. Right now, I'm looking. We have, I have two Alabama playbooks in my so garage. Great. Okay. Yeah. And you've seen them before. That's basically week one. I think yeah. that one's titled week 16 of practice. Yeah. Dude, there's 135 plays in there. It's yeah. the size of basically three phone books together. Josh says you got a new one of those every week. Yeah. And I dude, I'll balance with you. I'm not smart enough to do it. I can't memorize shit. I can't. <laughs> I can't memorize shit. I lose in Simon on step three.
1: All the time. Like,
0: I'm I'm out. But I don't know how you do it. I mean, these guys are crazy smart. When they were on Kyler Murray about studying, you understand now why. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of money involved. That Jamarcus Russell story is crazy, where they gave him the blank CD.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The
0: blank DVD, and they said, hey, go watch it, come back, and tell us what you thought. And he he bullshitted, and they go, there's nothing on it. We wanted to see if we were going to throw it in the machine. He never did. Right. But, yeah, it, it's it's uh, different. One thing about Josh, too, I think that would be a plus for that show is Josh is friends with three current NFL quarterbacks. See, that's big. Yeah, I mean, he, really, he's friends with Jalen. He's yep. friends with Mac Jones. He's friends with Tua. Yeah, and it's like, how many people do you know are friends with three guys that currently play in the league? I
1: I just I think it'll be really really fun. Yeah, I think it'll be really really fun, and and hearing that and from the Chargers' perspective and seeing it. But with all the different teams coming in, obviously there's going to be plenty of coverage
0: on each team. Does it bore you with too much, like a Charles Davis deal? Like too much? Uh, how do you mean? You know, Charles Davis was like, no, hey. I know you. what Charles yeah. is all yeah. about. You remember back in 98 what the Chargers did with their second possession, first Dave, play? Dave, I'll
1: tell you the one thing. If you remember back when Tulane paid Memphis State, what happened on the third and three? That's right. They ran the wishbone. You're like, what? <laughs>
0: dude i used to love it i used to look at you because i knew you hated it more than anything but i love charles yeah but you'd be like dude just give us the fucking answer yeah stop quizzing me in front of our our audience you're embarrassing me he will be on a
1: thousand different shows and just watch he does the same thing but he's not doing it no he's not trying to be a dick he's the nicest guy and he's such a fun guest that i'd say to dave jesus christ do you have the college football almanac here so we could pull up every game. And guys, when West Virginia played Army in week four, 1942, what happened in that game with the Eric What? <laughs> <laughs> I
0: hope people pay attention when Charles is a guest on any of these shows because he goes on all the shows, national shows, yeah, local shows, but he does exactly what Jeff just said. It's so fucking funny now that you pointed it out.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, Dave, when you look back, and he was always so nice about incorporating your name. He was. He was. Dave, when you look back last year, week 15, the Bengals on the road, taking on the Jaguars. You're like, yeah, I fucking watched every play of that game. And Joe Burrow had the situation. And he didn't know, should he go mixing or chase? Well, Dave, what did he end up doing? That's right. He, he checked down and he held it himself. Right. That's right. Hey, were you going to give me a chance to
0: answer? The only guy that could answer the conversation would be Sean McVay. Or Joe Burrow. Yeah. Holy fuck. Oh, my God, dude. So uh, we awesome. so, uh, <laughs> Give me a chance. To, and if we ever get that guy on, dude, I swear you got to drop that line. It'll, Charles, I had it. Why don't you give me a chance to answer?
1: This is the one game. I, he could ask me right now. Who just got? And, Jeff, you're watching the Padres game. Who just got thrown out? <laughs> uh, will Myers? No. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. Like, it was so funny. Because you, me, Ernie,
0: Herm, Rosie. Oh, my God! You just die laughing. Dude, it's still so fucking funny to me. God dang, that is funny as shit. Because oh he my mixes gosh.
1: in. You just find
0: little quirks from people.
1: Yeah, but, but then the, it, it, I'm sorry, Dave. Yeah. I was just going to say, it gets in all of our heads. We're all nervous. Yeah. Like sweating. Oh, you're like on. The, like like the, you're in geometry. They yeah. want the answer. It's like hysterical. the kid at the start of Ghostbusters when Bill Murray's shocking him. Charles is holding a shocker. What happened in Tulane? I don't know. Hey, hey, hey. that hurt a little bit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ever have the teacher that would ask you a question and just stare at you, knowing you didn't know the answer? And the whole class was like they're looking at you for three minutes, and you're like, dude. Yeah. And finally, I- you learn quickly. Just say, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Oh. But that teacher that sits there and puts you right on there, and you're just going, fuck, there are 30 kids staring at me right now, and I don't yeah. know the fucking answer. Uh, I'd probably just be like, I don't care. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody you cares. Say. You're boring.
1: Making twenty two thousand a year. Oh my god. You're working nights at the vape shop. Make your point, tough guy. Oh my god, that paying is paying off uh, your school debt.
0: Hey, Before we we jump into a little bit of baseball, Keenan Allen said something interesting on one of these uh, podcasts. By the way, okay, talking about his time in uh, in San Diego. Mm. And he said it was tough playing in San Diego. The problem with San Diego was we didn't have any fans. He goes, the stadium was filled up by the other team.
1: It's hard It's hard for long times to hear that. Yeah,
0: that's why I brought it up.
1: Yeah, because you remember, like, don't ask me why. I found myself in the funniest rabbit hole again on YouTube last night watching old Dan Fouts videos. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because I went to find something and it pulled up. Uh, I think I'd been watching Charger stuff and it pulled up Dan Fouts with uh, Justin Herbert at okay. his golf tournament. And Herbert's super cool. Like, hey, thanks so much for coming out. This looks like it was a couple of years ago. And Fouts is great. Fouts yeah. says to him, hey, uh, I'm in town for a couple of days. Let me take you to lunch. And Herbert says, that would be amazing. Right? Like, how cool for yeah. Dan especially because they're both from the Pacific Northwest, the whole deal. But then, like, that'll take you to that NFL films, talking about the Charger team, the, the Air Correale teams, right? Yeah. And it's so funny because it's Dan screaming at Kellen Winslow. And, <laughs> yeah, you're out of here. You're gone. He's telling Ken, Kellen he's out. It's like, he's not going anywhere. It's all of favor. But you look at what Qualcomm Stadium was, in the 70s and 80s, and it's packed. Yeah. And it's everybody in those stupid Charger-powered
0: T-shirts. Cars parked in the corner of the end zone.
1: Did you see that one they did the other day when Lynn Swan got wiped out? No. Uh, 70s Sports did one. Oh, great. He said, uh, uh, Lynn Swan on season-ending IR because Fred decided to park his car in the end zone again. <laughs> and it shows Swan makes a catch, and he absolutely, Lynn Swan, leaps the hood... Of like
0: a... Oh, Yeah,
1: LTD. <laughs> and then just wipes out.
0: Yeah. Like, holy shit. Dude, the Steelers and Chargers, when you look back at that, always had cars parked in the corner of the end zone.
1: Yeah, that was that was before I got here in 81. Yeah. That had our stadium.
0: I don't know what that was. It had to be a huge advertisement. I mean, the deal is, what is dumber when you look at NFL films? The goalpost that's directly in the middle right. of the fucking field. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> or the goddamn cars in the corner of the end zones. So good. But...
1: Look, I mean,
0: imagine it's like Corey L's car.
1: <laughs> he it's just in his contract. It.
0: It's in his contract. He's Tom, lazy. Tom Bass. <laughs> uh,
1: no, I. It's such a boring topic to me now because it's gone and they're
0: not coming back. I just find it interesting that a player who's still on, the, who's now on the LA Chargers, still in the league, made that comment that he said they didn't have a fan base here that supported them inside the stadium. It was it
1: was pretty tough. But though, if you walked around the tailgate, tailgate was great. The other problem being is, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of things. When the stadium was probably fifty-four thousand, uh, as opposed to seventy-four thousand, tickets or, were
0: six bucks. Yeah, I mean, fuck.
1: Yeah, and you had, I mean, you didn't,
0: didn't have the blackouts either. Yeah, not the. I mean, you had the blackouts. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, not that Gene Klein made a lot of fans. Yeah, but but the relationship between the team and the city. Had just gone so far down.
0: Do you remember so. uh, draft day, Keenan Allen? How he had that picture? Yeah, eating, with the Raiders, hat. wearing a Raiders hat and eating yeah. an In an and Out burger. Was he the
1: same year as Manti? Wasn't Keenan like second round and Manti third round? Keenan
0: was third. I thought Keenan was, thir- was third round.
1: And Manti like fourth.
0: Or did no, Man- Manti, did Manti, Manti was high. second? Manti was high. Fuck! If you gave me the year, I could find it for you.
1: I think it's uh, twenty fifteen.
0: Okay. No, it's before that. You think it's twenty fifteen?
1: Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Because we covered that draft.
0: Yeah, we covered all the fucking drafts from like <laughs> for a long fucking time. Yeah. Damn it. And there's that Manti Teo uh, th- show coming up. Dude, out.
1: it's on right now on Netflix. Have you hey. watched it at all? I started to, and I'll, I'll watch more of it.
0: No, it's not 2015 because that was Melvin Gordon, then Denzel Perriman. Shit. Hold on. I'll just type in Manti Teo.
1: Yeah. Um. Gotta be 14 then, right?
0: Maybe fourteen. I'm thinking it's thirteen.
1: No, because we covered those guys out at uh, Chargers Park. I'll just say this, man. I I did what it, was a lo- thir- it
0: is thirteen. He was a second. Manti was a second round pick, pick number thirty eight
1: of thirteen. Yeah, dude, you remember Dave when all of that was going on, and it was really really easy.
0: Chargers took DJ Fluker in the first round.
1: All right, uh, to take shots at Manti.
0: Yeah, Keenan Allen was a seventy-six pick in the third round.
1: Same year. Yeah, 13. same year. Um, it's funny, right? Who's left? Yeah, making an impact. <laughs> um, Manti Te'o, dude, was probably one of the nicest guys he was we've ever met.
0: We ripped it, everybody ripped the shit out of him though because yeah. we didn't think he was coming here.
1: No, and then he came here, and we just sat. And he was always incredibly generous with his time, answered questions. Man, I I really genuinely like that guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I did too. I did too. And then he went and ended up with the Saints. Yeah. Literally, maybe the craziest story in the history of sports.
1: Just, uh, I remember you and I, I feel like it was at J-Bowl. Remember they used to do that thing, the Jacques Césaire bowling thing? And he'd been on the show a handful of times. But he came out and he was at J-Bowl with us. And we finished up off the air. And I remember we were talking to him. I just remember saying, you know, man, I'm genuinely sorry for what you went through. Because he was about as cool as guy we've ever covered. And he just said thanks. Yeah. He was cool. But, dude, I like him a lot. Like, because you didn't know what he'd be like the whole thing. Dude, what a just a good, good person.
0: You know, if they redid this draft, Keenan Allen is going maybe in the top five. Got to. Maybe number two. Yeah. Eric Fisher was the number one pick. Oh, yeah. By the Chiefs. And then everyone else is like, out. I mean, it's amazing how many guys are out of the league right now. Uh, I mean, you can do it every year. Yeah, you can. But again, third round, you got to give Telesco a little bit of credit there. He did a hell of a job. Well, kind of a bust of a draft. Yeah. I mean, he got lucky. I mean, they're saying that this Charger roster is the best in the NFL. That the question is the the coach. That's uh-huh. Brandon Staley's the question.
1: I like watching him. Yeah. Like I do. I like watching him.
0: They lost JC Jackson today for I four saw. weeks.
1: Man, he got a little bit of Raider fever.
0: <laughs> uh, but we'll see if he's back. It was funny laughing about that. Um,
1: all right, so then the other story of the day is the Tatis press yeah. conference. Uh, listen, I I thought Tatis was fine. He did it. What, again, shocks me is the reaction in this town of everybody. I was joking. I had put a tweet up of a guy crying, and I said, I'm hoping we can get... A podcast in tonight, but that's only if Dave can gather his thoughts after a very emotional <laughs> press conference, right? Yep. So I, ha, 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 I laugh, I hit send. And honestly, I looked down, I had not seen it, and it's a tweet from Ben saying, uh, hey, coming up at five uh, reaction to the emotional press conference. Oh so my I was God. like, oh shit. <laughs> I didn't want to take a shot at Ben. I wasn't yeah. was ripping Ben, so I was like, oh, fuck. So I took my tweet down. I
0: hadn't seen what Ben wrote. What is the deal in this town? I told you. You're going to give me credit for this? I told you, man. Getting, when he comes back, he's going to get the standing ovation. Yes.
1: I Listen, I was so ready to rip him, and I listened to the whole thing. Chrisello played it today. I do give him credit. As bad as he played this last week, and he could not have played it worse than letting his dad and mother talk. Oh, God. That's, that's exactly what would happen to me if I let those two <laughs> uh, But I thought today what I gave him credit on is at least today he sat there and let everybody line up and basically knee him in the
0: balls. How many guys do you think knee him in the balls? Me, me and his teammates or the media.
1: Oh, there were a few things
0: on the media that hit him pretty hard. Who do you think asked a tough question outside of Bernie Wilson? Oh, I liked what Bryce asked him. What did Bryce, what was the question? Bryce
1: said, you, you said last year it's a statute contract. Do you still feel like it's a statute contract? The other thing, I thought Annie went after him, and I don't know, there were other voices that I didn't recognize. Good. But it was very, very... See, I didn't hear any of the questions. All I heard was oh, his answers. No, the questions were, when did you start? Okay. Where were you? Why did you take it? I think Marty asked a great question. With all the resources that you had, why didn't you check with somebody before taking it? Why would you do that, knowing everything on the line? So... What did he say? He said, he basically said, I fucked up. Okay. He he owned it. Today. Did
0: anybody ask, have you been doing this your whole career? Uh, I'm
1: not saying they didn't, but yeah. I didn't hear that. Okay. But they were asking, how long have you been taking it? So, they they... I give the media credit, like from what I heard, and Ello played about ten minutes of it. Did he say it was a
0: one-time thing? Because it wasn't a one-time thing. Now <laughs> it
1: felt like he said he'd been doing it for a while.
0: Yeah, because he tested positive in March and July.
1: He said July.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. Well, the first story came out he tested positive in March. But we—I didn't know about July until today.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's getting the shoulder surgery. Yeah, good. He, he definitely was. Very remorseful. You hear it. And to me, Dave, I think you and I have always talked about this. And you get it as a coach. We get it as parents, right? I get it as a manager at work. Shit happens. Guys screw up. Yeah. Really, the one thing you have to do if you're in any kind of leadership role is you have to address it. You have to make sure that the person involved understands there's consequences for the action. You want to see some kind of remorse and some kind of belief that they're going to do the necessary things to make sure it doesn't happen again, not only to not embarrass themselves, but embarrass the brand. And then really the best thing is you have to put it behind you and start moving on. If you hold it over their head forever, you're never going to get out of it. So as terrible as last week was, listening to him today, I think he checked a lot of boxes. But for today, and, and to Fernando's credit, he said it. He said, right now I'm talking. I need to, my actions need to show that I'm serious about rebuilding my
0: reputation. One of the questions I would have asked, why did it take 10 to 11 days for you to address this? What took you so long? Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people are upset. You know, they're upset. What took you so long?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's a long time, especially when you're, everyone knows now you're doing nothing.
1: Well, I think too, there's a part of it and you get it as a coach. Motions were pretty high in that room, right? There's some guys pretty heated. Yeah. So give everybody a chance to in this talk. They were on the road. Yeah, he makes money. Yeah. They have trains. He <laughs> can take trailways and get there. Jesus Christ. More excuses for this guy. It's unbelievable. But honestly,
0: just give he it is on the road. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Do you know they were in Miami? <laughs> oh That's right. The Miami airport's closed. Padres got there by horseback. What the hell? <laughs> and I say to all of you, shh, shh, shh
0: stop talking. Shh. So the yeah. ra- the reality is you, want, you still want what's the best left of him, right? He's 23. Yeah. If you want the best of him when he comes back and he gets his shit together. You want to yeah. believe this is a one-year deal. He's only done this for a year. You don't want to believe this has been going on forever. You want to right. believe... This is a one-time thing. When he comes back, you also want him to be productive right. and be the player that he's been, which is one of the top players in baseball. Right. So I understand you let it all out. If you're a teammate, whatever, you let it out. And they have it. that today, too. You walk out of the room, you come back, and because we see, you, hey, we you put everything behind us, now we're moving forward. As yeah. I said, it's part of growing up. And people grow up at age 23, and they grow up at age 50 and whatever. Yeah. You, you constantly can say, I'm growing up, I'm learning from mistakes. But when people are depending on you, it's a little bit different, and people are depending on him. Yeah. Um the they they said on uh on Darren Smith show, I think it was Ad Van Verk was was on as a guest, and he said the mm. only two players he can think of that would be more devastating for baseball for this to happen to for the mm. game of baseball would be Shohei Otani and Aaron Judge. He said those two guys would have been yeah. a little bit worse, but he goes, that shows you the magnitude of Tatis. Then he goes, here's yeah. a guy, he goes, I live in New Jersey, and there are Tatis jerseys in New Jersey. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he's one of those guys facing baseball, especially on the West Coast. As much as you can talk about Mookie Betts and Mike Trout and everything else. Tatis is the one the young kids like, and that—that yeah, everybody, my kids, love him. And so, and I understand all of that stuff. So, today was the day he deserved to eat a little bit of shit. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. And you can sit there and move forward and everything else after that. I understand. You still want the best of him. The Padres want to see him succeed when he comes back.
1: Yeah, I mean, if he honestly, if he gets a standing ovation when he comes back next year, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to boo him. I'm saying you have to throw batteries at him, right? Yeah. Or hiss. I like that. The old move when you hiss at a guy. <laughs> but that's a plus move. But, on, I mean, look, anybody can do it any way they want. I'm Standing up for that guy. Fucked a lot of things up.
0: He sure did. This was a big year. And if they don't make the postseason by one or two games, yeah. you're going to think of him first. And you should.
1: Yeah. But at some point, he'll come back and start making a contribution to the team. And as he said today, it's, it's a long road. I felt like today, I thought...
0: I thought he handled it as well as he possibly could, I'll be honest I would with agree. you. I would agree.
1: And I give him credit for standing out there for 20 minutes and facing the media and doing it in the dugout, right? Not hiding behind the table or doing whatever. He just, he sat right there and took his ass kicking. And honestly, Dave, for a guy that has been... So beloved and so celebrated for everywhere he went. You know the question I would have asked today? Huh. They probably would have thrown me out. <laughs> hey, what do you say to Charlie Freeman? Oh, that's funny. Smart guy. <laughs> you get out of here. No, you get out of here. I start fighting. <laughs> you,
0: get- <laughs> you know what I was really happy about? That he was yeah. by himself. That he yeah. wasn't with his dad. I think a lot of yeah. people want to yeah. know what like, his yeah, dad going to be there with him. Enough out of you. Yeah,
1: enough out of you. <laughs> okay. We've heard about enough out of you. Okay, you get out of here. Go see if there's an alumni game for the Cardinals. Scram.
0: Shrimp. What's did he <laughs> a shrimp? What's the deal with him? He looks like Eddie Munster. He's just a jerk. Shut up. I'm glad. Honestly, I'm glad that he, he showed up by himself because I think yeah. a lot of people thought maybe his family would be with him.
1: And I didn't see the first part. Didn't seem like he read any kind of prepared no. statement. Sat
0: there in his red polo shirt and he yeah. started talking. And Got his ass kicked, yeah, and was he, humbled, and, he and deserved but, he's,
1: it. but you know what man it, it's what I say a lot. This is the thing that that'll we'll see what Tatis is made of. used to tell this story that when I worked for USA boxing, we had a show not far from here in in uh, the South Bay, and I got down there early, and I was walking around this little gym, and all of a sudden you see this sign on the back, and I couldn't really see what it said. And you go over and you read it, and the sign said, Champions stand up when others stay down. And he got his ass knocked down today. And now it's up to to Tatis to stand up, show people what he's all about. But I I think for him, right, the, the first thing that he has to do is rebuild fences with his team and then with the fan base. I feel like for today, he started that. Yeah. But if he comes out next year... And he looks like scrawny arms from Rob Lowe.
0: Well, he might, because remember, he's having shoulder surgery. He's not lifting. Yeah.
1: And you just see him sitting there, and he's like, I don't think I'm having any mayonnaise. He's just bunting, nonstop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got those little noodle arms. Looks like Elston playing shortstop. Let's say his power numbers are down at the beginning. People yeah. are going to want to say it's the steroids. In reality, it probably is the shoulder.
1: Yeah. Well, I do give him credit for doing that, right? Yeah. I mean... You should have done it, but it's fine. Do it now. How long did
0: they say it would take him to Six recover? Six months. Six months? Okay. Yeah. Perfect.
1: So, right about, I mean, right about that time, the, the feeling is that he should be ready to go for his spring training. And then but,
0: 32 days of suspension.
1: Uh, yeah, but it was, um, he was funny about that, too. I don't know if you heard what he said no. about the shoulder. But they asked him, they said, what are you going to do next? And I think Davey said two things that were really good. He said, I'm getting the shoulder done and I'm going to spend the majority of my off-season here in San Diego. Fantastic. And they said, when was the decision made to have the shoulder done? And he was very candid. And he said, when I was playing games, I realized that there were some things that were in my head that I didn't feel like I could do. And he said, so when this came up, uh, we talked about it, determined, yes, I want everything tightened up. But he admitted. He said said diving.
0: um, Was in his head. Yep, diving for balls in his head, and also uh, we noticed that his swing changed. Once the shoulder started popping out, he started keeping both hands on the bat, so the shoulder wouldn't pop out. Yeah, and you know what? He hit the ball harder than he ever had. You know, yeah. it's uh, it's one of those things when I coach younger kids is they all want it, all the kids' favorite player tease in this San yeah. Diego. The ones I coach, and I always say, dude, he's strong enough to hold the bat with the one hand to let go. When you drop, when you go to one hand, you drop your bat. Oh it, yeah, it falls. And you don't square up the ball. But they all want to be Tatis because it looks great. And then I always have to say, two hands, two hands. But he... um, Anyway, when he comes back, we'll see how long it takes. Remember this. The Padres make the postseason this year. For every game they play, that's one game off his suspension.
1: Big. So when they lose in three straight... (laughs) What? (laughs) Try and do some math here, Dave, okay? Maybe you hit the mute button. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Um, my
0: gosh. That's, uh, That's too damn funny. He's... Okay, when he comes back, did they ask about what position he plans on playing? They didn't say. Um,
1: I, I think a lot would probably be determined on what the range of motions like. What's yeah. he like physically uh, afterwards? What can he do and what can he do?
0: Would it bother you as a fan? I'm going to ask you as a fan of the team if Kims goes to the bench because Tatis goes to short. because, As we said the other day, Kim has played in an outstanding shortstop as good as anybody in baseball.
1: Yeah, I mean, unless the feeling is that Cronenworth goes to first and then Kim's going to second.
0: Would you be Cron- okay with that? Because um, Cronenworth's sure. bat stinks. I mean, yeah, you, I you admit they say, need I'm a not, first baseman bat. I'm not sure Cron- Cronenworth is back next year. I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with yeah. that. I, you know, it's it's funny. You kind of wonder who is the real Cronenworth right now. You and I just looked at the TV going, oh my God, did Austin Hedges just hit a fucking uh, he RBI? He a double. home
1: run. <laughs> I was going to bludgeon myself. The dead hair was us holding yeah. our breath. I was just going to goddamn Bob Crane myself right here on this show.
0: Um, I wanted to ask, actually, we have the volume down. I wanted to know what happened when he was introduced. you think he was booed? I don't uh, – probably. Such a tool. Naylor probably got an ovation, right? Oh, yeah, This Nailer. was the game I was waiting for a Reyes, and it then they released great. him. Yeah. As with the Cubs.
1: Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, like Quantrill and all those yeah. guys.
0: I don't think there's any hard feelings towards any of those guys that are there. No, but this this city booze everybody.
1: Yeah, Hedges for sure, which would be great. Um, I don't know. When do the Red Sox come back? That'll be fun. Hosmer appreciation yeah. oh, fuck, night.
0: Dude. The Hosmer was just put on the I.L. too. Yeah, that's... Uh, Hurt feelings? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Talk about a guy who doesn't seem like he's aware of anything around him. None. None. He has no idea, I think, that the people in San Diego hated him as much or why. Boston's all in his ass right now, same thing. And I don't think he has any idea why. Um, But just to circle back to your question, look, I mean, Tatis is...
1: Manny's the franchise player. Soto's number two franchise player
0: right now. Yeah. Right? I mean, those are the guys. Yeah, if Soto was was locked up for 10 years, he'd be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Soto's the best player on the team. But Manny's the captain of that team. Yeah. Definitely is. And Manny's almost hitting 400 since Soto jumped in the lineup.
1: And... uh, so, yeah. I mean, look, I, I think if, if you're Tatis, nobody really gives a shit what the people sitting down the first baseline think. Yeah, think about the guys in that room. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys in there that have credibility in this league that don't really care about your bullshit. And so, yeah, yeah he's got to earn being it. a professional. Yeah. But if he comes back and he's playing short, Kim's got to be in the lineup somewhere.
0: So here's, my son pointed this out to me today. He was saying if you look at let's say Tatis comes back as the shortstop,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Machado, Tatis, Cronenworth, those are the three strongest arms in any infield in baseball.
1: Yeah, pretty well. Think about but...
0: it. Cronenworth probably has the weakest arm and he's Isn't the actual pitcher. He's the yeah. guy that's an actual pitcher. Yeah. And he's going everyone else is just throwing BB's.
1: Yeah, I uh look, I look ahead to this offseason. This offseason's is really going to be fun for this team to see what they do right
0: because dude, right now would you want bell back uh it depends on the number it really does depends so, on let's the say he signed for 10 million for how long let's say it was two years 20 million dollars yeah i'd probably do that okay yeah i would do you that. think right now he's just in a san diego funk that it's not the real yeah. josh bell yeah i mean i
1: think we've seen enough of him track record Got, yeah.
0: yeah, it's really kind of wild, right? That he's struggling the way he has been. I mean, well, he's dropped me, like thirty-five points on his batting average since he's been here in just a couple of weeks. I
1: mean, David, it's him and Hader.
0: Yeah, I mean, they they came within twenty-four hours of each other,
1: and can't can't figure it out. So, I mean, Bell, it's a little different because he got back-to-back home runs, and they were home runs that made a difference. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, they got to get it figured out. So, uh, yeah, I like Bell. I think he'd be fine. I'd take Bell over Hosmer any day.
0: Here's the other thing for you is uh, baseball news that's close to us is the Angels have made it clear that they're, they're looking to sell the team. Good. That, that And I, that was my first reaction good. too. Was My first reaction was good. Yeah. That Artie Moreno, where who was first hired, everybody loved him because he lowered the price of beer. Yeah. And now it has not oh. worked out. You and I did some work with the Angels, and, and Artie is one of those guys that hasn't figured it out as an owner. Nope. And there were signs of that when we were there too. Complete disaster. And it is one of those, again, you have the two best players, you know, in baseball, and you can't win games. You yeah. lost it again tonight. They lose all the fucking time. And you go, shit, if you're already, is he in a prime position? Because the team is valued at $2.2 billion Yeah. to sell the team right now with the contracts of Trout and Otani and let the new guy decide if you want to trade Otani or anybody. Or are you the new owner that comes in and says, I can fix it and put guys around these guys? Because already clearly won't put money into pitching.
1: Uh, first guy I look at it for anything for sale, whether it's the Chargers, if they ever go for sale, is Ballmer. Yeah. But I don't know what the rules are for owning a baseball team and owning a basketball team. I can't think of anybody that owns both right now, right?
0: No, Cronkie owns a shitload of stuff, but they, again, that's not baseball. But
1: he, and some of it's put in, like, you know, the Cronky family yeah. estate.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. What is it? Sister in law just bought the Broncos?
1: Yeah. But I mean, her her husband's part of the
0: Walmart. Yeah. And his wife's part of Walmart.
1: Yeah. So that works out. But but I mean for me as somebody that in the past enjoyed Angel baseball, my son's like going up there. I wouldn't describe myself as an Angels fan, but I wrote a lot of, Angels. I do. Yeah, They're but my a favorite lot of that's American. Because of Artie. Already really fucked that up. If they if they got somebody new in there, BK goes up there. Think he's a season ticket holder. Good seats. I mean, the Angels can be really really fun. Yeah. But God, he screwed so many things up. Sure did. And hiring every guy from University from of his frater- Arizona from his fraternity. Yeah.
0: All of his Arizona friends, all the guys he went to college with, who's yeah. he hired.
1: So I don't know. Like, could Ballmer, I don't know if there's restrictions for owning an NBA team and owning a a Major League Baseball team. Um, I I think when you and I talked earlier, you had a funny point, which was have Ballmer buy the Angels and move them to Inglewood.
0: Can you imagine that? Yeah. But how much would it
1: cost him to build a, a stadium in Inglewood?
0: I don't know, but I mean, he has. Building that arena but he right has now. the money. I mean, the guy is loaded. Yeah, you know, money is not an issue for him.
1: But but having that team in Orange County, right, and having yeah. all that property. Yeah. I mean, what they say two point two billion.
0: Two point two billion right now is what they're valued at. You have to think yeah. it's more. The Dodgers went in twenty twelve yeah. for two billion. He bought the Clippers for two billion.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. And and Balmer comes in, it changes everything. Yeah. Absolutely changes everything, if he was to do it. And I don't know. I don't know who the other guys are. Dennis Gilbert? You're going to throw his (laughs) name in the hat again? Does it go -go?
0: guy? Who was the comic book guy?
1: Oh, um, I'll tell you the other guy who'll get in. Uh, uh, Yeah, the guy I work for. um, Guy wrote Spawn. Yeah. Todd McFarlane. That's right. I'll tell you the guy who's going to get involved in this, Dave, and I'll tell you the guy to keep an eye on right now is Byron Allen.
0: Yeah, Byron Allen I thought was going to get the Broncos.
1: Yep. I don't know how much actual liquid cash Byron Allen has. He might only have about 600 million. I mean, ton of cash, but his companies are all yep. worth 2 to 3 billion, but he's got people that he could put together. And he's here in Los Angeles, minority ownership That's a name I'll be interested to see if he he wanted to to jump in. Yeah, he wanted to get into the NFL. Major League Baseball, man, you make a ton of money on those.
0: Yeah, they all do, right? Yeah, they all do, basically. That's that's an interesting call. Yeah, I thought Byron Allen for sure was a lock for the Broncos.
1: He's a pretty amazing guy, right? When you look back. From real people? Real people. A lot of people, um, there was an article on him just written a couple of weeks ago I read. And he just talked about how people just disrespected him, and he worked his way up. And so he owns the Weather Channel. No way. Yeah, he owns the Weather Channel. He owns a bunch of different networks, and he's made a ton of money. But his, I don't know, from what I said or what I read, his staff likes him. So, yeah, be pretty cool. But when he was trying to buy the Broncos, I think they said one of the things were his businesses are legit worth a couple of billion. But cash-wise, I thought they said he was at about $600
0: Boy, you know what's interesting? Number one, how old do you think Byron Allen is? Uh, I'd say 60. 61. That's really good. Yeah. God dang, I would have gone older because he has so much money. He was such a kid. Here's the other thing about him. Guy was raised in Los Angeles. Went to Fairfax High School.
1: Yeah. Maybe
0: he would be the angel guy. Yeah. That would be something else. That would be something else. Wow. Yeah. That'll be the guy I'm watching. Yeah, I would like to see the Angels turn things around. It's it's a it's a disaster. It's a goddamn disaster right now over there. I mean, you have three guys that, win healthy, you would put them in the top 15, 20, meaning you throw Rendon in there.
1: Well, They I gave Rendon
0: a shitload of money. I think, honestly, Arnie Moreno, everything soured on him when they signed C.J. Wilson and Josh Hamilton. Yep. And everything went, he pulled the fuck it card. The pool
1: holds thing didn't necessarily, and now you look help.
0: at Holtz Who's the hottest player in baseball? Unbelievable, right? Yeah.
1: You pay him off for $25 million to walk away.
0: <laughs> Dude, crazy. speaking about guys getting paid off, and, uh, it, it, but I want to mention this, is week one of the NFL season, the Browns play the Panthers. Yeah. The Browns are paying both starting quarterbacks. In How great game. is that? Yeah. How crazy is that? They're playing Baker Mayfield, $10 million, and Jacoby Brissett, $4.5 yeah. that's Isn't that wild? Uh, in week it one, is. you're playing both starting quarterbacks. It's, uh, it's... Whoop. Fucking SWAT. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that helicopter? It sounds like it's landing in the driveway. Uh, Jimmy Betancourt. Yeah.
1: Oh, you know it <laughs> is? Looking Brian Curry. It's Brian Curry. Flying by. Doing open houses. <laughs> <laughs> Roger. Just checking in on you guys. Hope everything is well. Over. <laughs> BC out.
0: Um... <laughs> Do you think they called him BC or are you the only one that calls him BC? Probably me.
1: Um, BC out. but yeah, I'm like, it's such a fun time, right? NHL training camp starting a couple of weeks. We were talking about that today. That gets exciting. And then playoffs, right? I mean, September's it's my brother's birthday tomorrow.
0: Yeah.
1: He and I are three weeks apart. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Four years and three weeks apart. But it's the 24th. Dude, it's September in eight days. Yeah. Pretty wild. And now we amp up, man. You get the NFL going, college football going. Yeah. How about them gophers? Exciter. How about them gophers? Um, <laughs> God, is there a more annoying guy that walks the planet than PJ Fleck?
0: Jesus. You God. said that when they heard him. You aren't sold, huh? No. Row the boat.
1: Row the boat. I'd rather sink the boat. <laughs> um, <laughs> But, yeah, we get going with college football. It's going to be so fun. The NFL, pods in the middle
0: of everything. For me, this baseball season feels like it's going fast. Does it feel fast? Or am I wrong on that? It always does, though. Yeah.
1: When it used to really suck is when we were doing pre- and post-game shows. Then you get about this time, you're like, oh, shit, in 40 days, I got to actually work. Yeah. Yeah, get paid to do a (laughs) 45-minute post-game show. Uh, Yeah, that's when it sucked. But, no, everything heating up. And then
0: uh I don't
1: know, man. I, I'm gonna try to get out to Snapdragon.
0: Are you really? Well do you, when do you wanna go out? Like are you looking for a certain game or you just want nah, to see it? It would just be one game. Okay. I wanna
1: take my boys. But right now it's like sixty five a ticket. And you go know, it's
0: crazy right now. You see the Arizona tickets? Yeah. So you're like looking at like two
1: fifty. Well it dropped to a hundred today. Wow. Prices are coming down on that. But um and I get it is you're going to see the Aztecs and support them and walk around and get Cali comfort and do all those fun things. And that'll be cool. But God, the schedule's just so weak. But I am I am excited for those guys. And talking to Jimmy Russell, who's been out there a couple of different times. And I just asked him, like I said, hey, man, how is it? He said, dude, when you go inside, he said that bar, Dave, because that's where you and I hang out
0: at the
2: club. Yeah.
1: You me
0: geekster. He said it's unbelievable. So I don't know
1: that it's. I don't know Look, that.
0: I, I love Jim Russell, and I'm an alum in the whole deal. It's a high school stadium. It's a Texas high school stadium. It might. It's crazy fucking small.
1: Yeah. But how. It it, just, it, what it, are you going to do when, when somebody offers you free tickets? 100% not going.
0: You'll go. I'll t- I, fucking I, free Don't i what I'm doing. Oh, I just I, did. I, I'm not going You'll anywhere. Go. I'm not going. Why would I go? I'm not. I'm not. I, you do everything. That's good. I'm not going. Free. Not that. 100%, not true. Why do you say this shit? Because it's not true. Not true. I don't like it, people. I'm I, a man of integrity. Look, I guarantee every seat in the stadium is a good seat. Fantastic. Yeah. Dude, it's small. This is a major city. We always fuck this up. It bothers me. It bothers me that there's bullshit down in the new sports arena that came out yesterday as a joke. It's 8,000. Zero sense. parking. Yeah. Zero park. What's the deal with this public transportation that everybody wants to take? That's, that's the thing with the Aztecs. You ever been
1: on public transportation in this town? It's the most unsafe. (laughs) Guys spitting,
0: pissing. Dude, I have zero desire. So right now, if I went to an Aztec game, it would probably be this year because I could find parking. But that's not the future. The biggest problem that the Aztecs made this year, and they really,
1: really could have done this better, is they did a horrendous job of scheduling. Terrible job. They should have had some fun games down there. And said, "Hey, this will really
0: make the opening year great."
1: It's so boring.
0: It's terrible. Arizona is the game that you, you maybe most Arizona. excited. Arizona and Arizona's the worst team, maybe in all of college football. I don't give a fuck what conference they're in. They're a joke. Yeah. Arizona's terrible. Pay attention. I don't come off when they beat Arizona. We beat a Pac-12 team. Everybody beats Arizona.
1: Yeah. Jesus,
0: you better not lose to him, Brady.
1: <laughs> we'll play. <laughs> I love Brady. I do, too. I'm a but, fan. But, no, I mean, I, I'd like to get out there and see it. But, again, when you get out there, and I don't know, Dave, maybe we're so jaded from watching Aztec games at Qualcomm Stadium that was such a disaster, especially that last year. Shit, yeah. Keenan Allen. Talk about Charger fans. You should have gone to an Aztec game the final year at Qualcomm. Awful. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I want to be great. And I, I think for anybody going out there on the third, I've been reading a lot of people that have, that jumped all in and paid I money for season tickets.
0: I have at least 10 to 15 friends that have season seats.
1: They bought season seats and made the contribution to the President's Club. And I don't know if they're Aztec alumni or if they just went for it. But you know what? Good for them, man. Good for all of them. I think that's cool. So I hope for all of them. And I hope for, I really do. I hope for Brady, who was here and left for a while and came back. Dude, he's such a good guy. I don't know J.D. Wicker at all, but I I love Brady Hoke. I know you do, too. I do. Fuck, man. If that thing really turns out to be fun and gets packed and jammed.
0: I hope it is packed and jammed to the point where they go, ASIC football is so good, the stadium's too small. That means they're doing something well. That means Brady's doing his job.
1: Which, yeah. I mean, the schedule's set up to win. Maybe that's what they did.
0: And maybe they were thinking, first year, we're going to sell out anyway because of the new stadium. We don't have to worry about the schedule. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think year in, year out, they'll do fine. I think they'll have people coming out. I think it'll be Aztec fans that are out there, and I do. I think it'll be a great place to be.
0: I hope so, too. I I do. I honestly hope so. It just, man, when you drive by it from the freeway, you're like, Jesus Christ. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. Again, the weather's absolutely outstanding, as Jeff mentioned. Man, the schedule is going by pretty quick as far as your calendar goes. Time's going by fast. The hottest month of the year isn't even here yet. It is September. Everyone knows September is going to be the month that you're going to go, man, I wish I had that pool. You come home from work, you jump in it. Nothing like dinner and then jumping in the pool. made Pools, the perfect pool for you. All you have to do is ask about available financing as well. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Well, I
1: want you to think about something, Dave, while I tell the fine folks about Made Pools. The other game that I take when I'm driving, because it's about a 35-minute drive to work every day, is I start casting movies. Okay? Yeah. Start casting movies. So I'm gonna ask you while I tell people about the day, uh, Taylor made pools, we're gonna do it for each and every guy, but we're gonna start in just a second. I'm gonna ask you, if we were making the movie about the Dave and Jeff show, I want, in just a second, I want you to tell me who would play Alan Taylor, because I feel like my selection's pretty good. Now, I had a bit of a head start on you, so yeah, you, you take sure a minute did. to think about it. But Dave's exactly right. Even if you come out today, There's a little bit of a marine layer. There's a little bit of a breeze, but there is still that humidity that's hanging. And the one thing we know when the calendar turns into September is that the Santa Anas are coming. And when the Santa Anas are coming, man, it is hot and it's miserable. And no better way to counteract those than relaxing in a tailor-made pool. You can get one for yourself. Listen, a lot of you drug your feet. You waited too long. You missed the summer again, dorks. But uh, you can call Allen and his team and be ready for next year. Take a look and see what they look like. Daveandjeffshow.com under the sponsor page. Dave, you have an
0: idea for who would play Allen Taylor. Let me hear it. And Allen's a much better looking guy. But as far as Allen's one of the funniest guys going, Paul Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti's good. My selection is Chris (laughs) Christofferson. What the fuck are you talking
1: about? (laughs) Jesus you could to be more off. He's a hell of an actor. Did you not see Semi-Tough? Oh, fuck.
0: All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Christopher. All right. Dan Williams is a guy. I got one. him perfect. Good. I think I have one, too. Dan Williams is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to your finances, getting out of debt, buying your first home, everything that Dan can do for you. Look, borrow smart two minute Tuesday. Make sure you check it out on YouTube right there. Dan Williams is giving you free advice, but look, if you want to get the advice that you need that is tailored just for you, Dan Williams is your guy. Call this number 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813.
1: It's so important, whether you're dealing with medical bills, you could be dealing with student loans, you have kids going back to school. We talk about it. Bills show up immediately. I got a friend getting wisdom teeth pulled this uh, Friday, our man Jimmy Hughes. Yeah. I told him, I bet I can watch three YouTube videos and do this for you. I'll do it for 1200 But he elected to use his dental insurance, so hey, good for him, <laughs> whatever. We'll see how he's feeling on Friday. I thought if I did it for him, that way he doesn't miss any work time. Like it. we just stick a couple bounty paper towels in there. Shut up. <laughs> Absorbate. Hey, all right. It hurts. Yeah. What about this? That fucking hurt? Shut up. Try those tears. <laughs> I just smack him right where the tooth used to be. Ah, oh, there's still a root in there. Oh, yeah? Well, let me see if I can slap it out of there. Shut up. Uh, but, yeah, you need your finances. Dan Williams can help you. I'm so excited doing these commercials because I want to hear who's playing them in the movie. I, like, I nailed Chris Christofferson for Alan Taylor, but I think I nailed Dan Williams even more. Who will play him? 858-688-6813. I'm going Super Dave
0: Osborne.
1: I'm going Ed Harris. Are you going Ed Harris? Yeah. Because Dan's got a little bit of an edge to him. Super Dave Osborne. Little Marty Funkhauser. Marty Funkhauser is great. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm right on. I think I'm right on with Ed Harris. Ed Harris is great. God yeah. damn, wasn't he John Glenn? You <laughs> said a guy falling off a <laughs> semi of Do you semi-trucks? look at Dan? Do
0: you think of John Glenn? Yeah, Okay. The Patriot. <laughs> All right, I've even got Brian Curry's ready to go. Oh, I got him too. All right, Brian Curry's your guy when it comes to selling real estate in San Diego County. More than 25 years experience. He's been doing this a long time and he's won a ton of awards. He knows San Diego County better than anyone else. He will get you the most for your home as well. Look, what neighborhood do you want to go to? You have questions about that? Of course you do. Again, ask Brian Curry. He's the best in the business. 619 251 one five eight eight six one nine two five one one five eight eight. I have zero glasses on today. I'm trying to make sure I get all these numbers. Going. I know.
1: I can't I said it earlier. I, I can't remember anybody's number. That's why I'm glad you said it. every time I spit oh, out I Dan's number, turned. I'm always afraid I got it wrong. So sorry to Alan and Flugs and Brian. I just can't remember anything. But I do know that there are places you don't want to live and one of those is Imperial Avenue. Jesus Christ. <laughs> every <laughs> night. Last time Imperial yeah, Avenue sucks. Every night, there's SWAT going on. Hey, how fun. Uh, Yeah, you're not going to live on Imperial Avenue. You can live anywhere you want. Doesn't matter. Escondido, San Marcos, so many great places. You know where it's a great area? Is up by Rancho Buena Vista High School. I have friends that live over there. Gorgeous homes over there. So no matter where you want to be, somewhere that's close to your job, Somewhere that's close to work and also easy in a safe neighborhood, Brian can help you find it. Dave, for the movie, who's playing Brian Curry? I've got two choices. I've got one right now. Okay, let me hear it. John Cena. John Cena is pretty good, but Brian's <laughs> got a mustache. <laughs> okay. All right, I've got two of them. Go ahead. The first one is the one I thought of driving down here, and I felt pretty confident about it, but I'm going to actually change. And I think the one I changed to is going to get it. The first one I was going to say is, hey, Uh, first one I was going to say was Greg Evigan
0: (laughs) Greg Evigan from BJ and the Bear
1: yeah but I think the guy I'm not sure
0: (laughs) I can't breathe right now I almost swallowed my tobacco Jesus (laughs) Greg Evigan Uh, how crazy is it that I knew who the hell you were talking about of course you do
1: put a beard on Greg Evigan I think it pulls it off him and Ed Harris working together uh, Is Chris Greg Evans still alive? I hope so. I just cast him in a movie. <laughs> or who's the guy that's uh, who's the guy that's married to Sofia Vergara? Oh, the guy. Uh, what's his fucking name? Um, you know the guy. He was funny. He played. Uh, he always showed up on Big Bang Theory.
2: Yeah, he was in. He was
0: the. He's he was a, the bully in Spider Man. He was in the Magic Mike movies. I didn't see those. I didn't see him either, but yeah. I know he was in okay. the movies. I think I would not
1: admit that? I admit yeah. everything on this show. I think you got him. Downloaded on thumb drive. Greg
0: Evigan, 68 now.
1: I'm oh, sorry, Brian.
0: How old's the other guy? Jesus Christ. Which guy? Which uh, guy are we talking Sophia
1: about? Sophia Vergara's husband.
0: I can't think of his fucking name.
1: Joe something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Sh- Joe Curry? No. Hold on, I'll just type in Sophia Vergara and it'll come up.
1: Yeah. But look at that guy.
0: Oh, fuck. Oh, that's funny. Who's
1: playing Erica? Charlene Tilton? Charlene
0: Tilton. (laughs) Erica's going to hear this. I have no idea the fuck Charlene Tilton is.
1: But every one of those creepers that's 80 years old, oh, that's a good good call for her. I like that.
0: Joe, is it Joe Manganiello? Yeah. Okay, I can't. I'm sure I pronounced it wrong. I can't fucking read it. It's too small. Yeah. I I, I don't know what happened to my goddamn glasses. I've been Uh, looking for them the whole show. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck. All right. Hey, I want to mention Kyle Fluger as well. He's the guy to help you with your websites, has done a great job with all of ours. As you know, we talk about it all the time, but most importantly is your business basically working the way you want it to work. You know that you think in your mind, how can my business be a little bit better? Make sure you give Kyle Fluger a call, 619-500-6621. I mentioned this a lot over the last few weeks. Kyle wanted to make sure it was mentioned as well, but he's done a lot with the jakesprojects.org. And uh, because of that, so many of you have been so great. Again, I, I encourage you, you, if you know somebody that needs help, again, we're in this to help kids out. Go ahead and go to jakesprojects.org and apply for help for a child that needs help playing sports or, or equipment, anything that we can help you with, we're happy to do. At the same time, if you'd like to give a donation, you can do that as well. But Kyle Fluger's number is 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621.
1: Maybe the dumbest guy ever schedules our fantasy football draft at 10 o'clock at night, East Coast time. And as I had to remind everybody, nobody's in the league to play with you. Lisa Ann's in the league. She lives in New York. You guys all got in to play with her. Criminy. (laughs) Uh, But other than that, uh, Flukes is the man. And I really do like everything that's going on with Jake's project. So many of you stepped up and have made donations. All of that money is going to go to help kids play sports. And it could be... I mean, we've got fall sports coming up. Basketball is not too bad. But if you got any kids playing hockey, holy cow, the equipment for that. Yeah. Football's going on right now. So many kids trying to play that and, and going baseball. you got to buy your bats. Everything.
0: Dude, these camps are crazy expensive, as you know. That's and that's where these kids are getting discovered most. And that that's
1: what uh, somebody reached out to us and said as well. Could we help try to get them into private coaching or camps? I think we probably want to talk about that. Yeah. But – Right now, starting for equipment, but all of that can be done. And, and check out what DaveAndJeffShow.com looks like. Look at what Jake's Projects.org looks like, and then you
0: can go from there. Uh, all right, Dave, who's playing Kyle Pfluger in the movie? Easiest one. Fucking Waldo, as in where's Waldo? This fucking guy is always all over the place. You can't ever find him.
1: I got it. You, you don't watch the Mission Impossible movies, no. do you? Simon Pegg. That's not bad. Simon Pegg can play flukes. Is he, he in all the Mission Impossible movies? He's so great in these movies. Yeah. Good guy, bad guy? He's, uh, he's Tom Cruise's uh, sidekick. Okay. I got one for you. Who plays uh, Kenyatta?
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think who plays Kenyatta. Kenyatta plays Kenyatta. I Nobody's like gonna be- Dude, I'd love to see Kenyatta play himself. He'd
1: be great.
0: I'd love to see Kenyatta play himself. I who? tell you, Denzel Washington's son. What's that kid's name? The oh. wino was. Is- in he that, was great. Yeah, and that TV show with The Rock, the football show. Playmakers? No, it wasn't Playmakers. What the fuck was that show? God dang, you and I used to watch it on Sunday nights. Yeah. <laughs> I still think, think Keith plays himself. Who plays? Uh, might, fuck, it, might, it might be David Washington. John David Washington. John David Washington, that's <laughs> it.
1: Who plays uh, Pete and Point Loma?
0: <laughs> Fucking. Uh, Gary Busey? Oh, my God, dude. I'll just leave it there. What the hell's going on? William Devane. Oh my gosh. Gary Busey might be the biggest insult. To Pete? Yeah.
1: He's the only guy who can match his energy.
0: Dude, Gary Busey is such a train wreck. Oh my god, Pete's gonna kill you. Who plays Katie Temple? That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, man, you're throwing too many at me too fast. Angie Harmon? I like, I like the Angie Harmon call. Yeah, Angie
1: Harmon's okay. She's taller than Katie, though? Yeah, everybody's taller than Katie. Hey, I got a good one, too. I thought about this one. Who plays Brownman? Amy, uh, what's that chick's name? Uh, oh, we could do Julianne Margulies for, for Brownman. Oh, okay. You know her? Yeah. Or look up, uh, do you know who Amy
0: Brenneman is? Yeah, I know who she is. Amy Brenneman. She could have play Brownman, right? That's a good call. That's funny as fuck. Yeah, who we Who we missing? Oh my gosh, who plays Costa? Dude, it's the guy that plays Bull, the guy that plays Jason Bull on the TV show. That guy, oh, they yes. look exactly alike. Perfect. They look like the same fucking guy. Oh, that's perfect.
1: Yes, the guy, they... That, uh, dude, that's slam dunk.
0: Yeah, they look exactly the same. So uh, the next guys to my nicer,
1: next to my Greg Evigan for Brian Curry, that's the funniest shit of all time. Yeah, it's great. I think for me, it's William Devane. Oh my or Parker God. Stevenson? <laughs>
2: Parker Stevenson. <gasps>
0: <laughs> Is oh Jerry
1: Butler God. still alive? Oh, my God. Dude. He can play me.
0: <laughs> Parker Stevenson. Fuck, that's funny. Who do you got? You can cast yourself. Woody Allen? Oh, if I could choose anyone, I'm choosing John Hamm. So I'm choosing if I could choose it. No one's doing it. Wants to be me in a movie. No one wants to be me in real life.
1: (laughs) You know, it would be perfect to play you. It'd be great. He's probably available. Who's the guy that played the guy selling tickets in uh, Ridgemont High?
0: Oh, that fucking jerk off. (laughs) Damone, Damone. Oh, Mike,
1: we put a goatee on that guy.
0: That's perfect. Damone's like 115 pounds. All right. Adrian Zmed, you want him? What does that guy say? Not in my class, you don't, or not in my locker room, you don't. The guy freaks out when he tries to break up the fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want Adrian Zmed? Oh, my God. Adrian Zmed. Adrian Zmed right. had to be one of those guys that thought he was about to become a huge star, right? Yeah. He was in Greece, too. He's in yeah. TJ Hooker. He's in yeah. Bachelor Party. He's about to Bachelor say, party. I'm about he to fucking to hit that. a home run and then fucking his career is over. He probably put a few notches in, in sure the old, yeah. He probably took advantage of his time. He was a Battle of the Network stars guy. Yeah, he was good on yeah, that show. Yeah, he was. I would have drafted him. What the fuck's he doing?
1: What's he doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's, uh, let's lock these out. How old are they and how much are they worth? We're going August 23rd. Okay. Kobe Bryant. Oh, man. Would Kobe
1: have been 41? 44.
0: Really? Yeah
1: uh god dang 700 million
0: it's pretty good guess at the time of his death it was 600 million now now the number they say it's closer to a billion dollars i
1: swear to god dude every one of those guys with those pictures should be put away for 25 years it's It's the most disgusting thing and such an embarrassment oh i got one last one yeah uh uh, sorry because we're talking about law enforcement who plays uh jim bettencourt on a much lighter
0: note Oh, i like that one
1: thomas lennon Reno nine one one.
0: Okay. <laughs> Who do you got? I never thought about it. That's a good call, though. That's a good call. Thomas Lennon's great. Oh my god, that's funny. I like that one. All right, here we go. River Phoenix.
1: Oh, uh, dude. Let's see. River Phoenix. I'm gonna say he'd be fifty.
0: He would be. Um, he'd be fifty two. Really? Yep. Uh, Died in 93. 8 million. 5 million at the time of his death.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, here's one for you. This might have been one of my first TV crushes and didn't even realize it at the time.
1: Oh, let me see if I can guess. Hang on. Cloris Leachman.
0: No, I was never a Cloris Leachman fan. Okay, who? Barbara Eden. Oh, I Dream of genie.
1: Yeah, I know who she is. You don't have to qualify it. Barbara
0: Eden, 84. 91. That's still okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, 91 you
0: can imagine you tell people that you slept with barbie but you never say what year you would just say yeah was, uh, speak for yourself yeah uh 91
1: uh 7 million 10 million dollars
0: all right there you go Here, this one's kind you can't of put so, any you can't put any restrictions on her or dawn wells yeah i'm with you right yeah i'm with you same thing yeah, um, or Victoria Principal. Imagine being on the set of I Dream a Genie. I mean, she's wearing you know that the costume the whole time. I mean, I don't think you could do that nowadays. Well, and you had uh, Larry Hagman. Yeah. And you had. You think you threw her a couple? Nah, no.
1: You had uh, whatever his buddy's name was. The dork. Yeah, the yeah. the jackass, and then the guy who was uh, the boss, the red haired guy. Yeah, with a punchable face. <laughs> None of those guys were chasing her, dude. It'd be catching fish in a barrel. <laughs> All right, last one, Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield, boy, that show on Sirius XM sucks. This
0: guy, is, I don't know it. No, he hates everybody. He's yeah. Oh, see, he's he does. I, I've heard it. I have heard it. He's yeah, bitter he's,
1: as fuck, dude. He's so angry. He hates everything, <laughs> dude. It kind
0: of makes me laugh. <laughs> it is. Yeah, he rips every show. Yeah. He goes, "I was in Germany, and this guy came out." I'm like, how the fuck is this guy gonna make it? <laughs> He does. He rips the shit every out of guy. every show.
1: Um, I think this is going to surprise us a little bit. I'm going to do this.
0: I'm a Jesse's girl fan. I like the song, but at the same time, Rick Springfield comes off as a real asshole. He is a
1: real asshole. Don't talk to strangers. Yeah,
0: worst do you have that? worst friend of all time.
1: Um, dude, I'm going to say Rick Springfield is
0: 68. Dude, older. That's what. That's kind of kind of bummed. 72, 73. Wow, 73 uh 11 million 10 million dollars all right all right there you go all right here we go five random questions Okay, right, this question was asked to me today and i answered it one way and i said i'm not sure and and my son said ask jeff okay josh is yep. back in tennessee but he asked me where we got on the airplane ah. okay here we go five random questions what was the bigger story monica Lewinsky giving bill clinton a blowjob or oj simpson
1: oh um oj but Lewinsky was-, that was funny i
0: said monica Lewinsky.
1: Yeah, no, OJ was unbelievable that week, cause I was at KSDO. That was literally every minute of every day because Lewinsky, you knew the whole story and then it happened. Yeah. The OJ thing started with the murders, and then you know, he shows up, and then there's the talk. I mean, remember, he was never a suspect at the start. Yeah. And then everything started to develop and then ultimately pays off with the car chase. And, and then it ends up in the dark at The press Rockingham. conference
0: of them saying O.J. Simpson's a fugitive. After the movie, The Fugitive just came yeah. out.
1: our guy Dave Gascone. Yeah. Dave Gascone, who does a great job on Fox Sports Radio, we worked with him at 1360. That's his father yeah. doing that. Yeah. I always wanted to bring his dad in. Remember, he talked about doing it, but we
0: just didn't get a chance to do it. But, no, I'd say O.J. That's funny. I went the other way. The reason I went the other way is most Republicans make it sound like it just happened. They always bring yeah. up, hey, at least our president didn't get a blowjob in the Oval Office. <laughs> they bring it up all the yeah. time. And you started thinking, dude, that was 30 years ago. Yeah. That was uh, a long fucking time ago. It
1: was. Was it around 94 also? No, like 96. Was it? Because I was at, when all that You're was You're probably going... right,
0: because he got elected twice. Probably when have got elected a second time with, uh, with yeah, it.
1: Yeah, because I was at Edward Jones when all that was going on. Uh, I got to look, look that one up now.
0: When, uh, yeah. when I, I don't know if I want this on my search. Blowjob and Monica Lewinsky.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Blame the cat. (laughs) Who plays uh, Mark Grant? Uncle Fester?
0: (laughs) Curly from the Three Stooges. Curly, yeah. (laughs) Uncle Fester, you did not even hesitate.
1: Yeah. Uh, You know who can play Mud?
0: Uh, Hank from... uh, Oh, that's funny. From Larry Sanders show?
1: Oh, that's good, but no Hank from uh, Breaking Bad,
0: Dean Norris. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, he's short as fuck too. Yeah, yeah, what's a big guy? Yeah, what's Mud? Six three. Yeah, yeah, Mud mud, <laughs> mud is a big tall, a big guy, ninety seven, dude. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. Uh, Getting, I was way off on that one. Um, yeah, twenty five years ago that shit happened. Crazy. All right, here we go. Uh, another question my son asked me to ask you. All right. Okay. He asked me this, and he, he disagreed with me. So he asked me, he's living with in Tennessee. He's li- going to be living with his girlfriend. Okay? okay. So he said, is it okay when he comes back to San Diego to sleep in the same bedroom as the girl he's living with at her her parents' house?
1: They're li- okay.
0: So they they're living together in Tennessee. They obviously sleep in the same at his bedroom. His place. Yeah. His okay. house. Okay. When he comes back to visit San Diego, can he spend the night at his girlfriend's house? They aren't married or engaged. She lives out here? Yep.
1: Uh, It's the, I don't think dad's mind, I don't think mom's like it if you're not married. So I would say that's going to fall at the discretion of the mom. And depending on, I mean, my high school girlfriend, I stayed over there all the time. We were in high school and her mom was great. I mean, she didn't care. She was cool, but I think. Did you spend the night over there in high school? all the time. Wow. Yeah, but the mom turned out to be,
0: you know the mom. Oh, I know. I know the whole family.
1: Yeah, she turned out to be one of my best friends
0: for 30 years.
1: So, no, she was great. Um, Did you feel weird at all walking out of that bedroom? No, what was funny, uh, not to go too far, uh, just be careful. There was an earthquake. Oh, Jesus. And the mom came in, like, literally, like, no, close? No, it was like within two minutes. Oh, I gotcha. Um, and Got so we just laughed and laughed. But the mom was great. Like, yeah. Well, she knew what was going on. You yeah, guys were in the same room. Yeah, she was fine. She liked me because <laughs> after the rest of the dummies on that chip's resume. <laughs> but then I always tell her this is what I tell my friend all the time. And she, yeah. I don't think she loves it. Um, I'm like, uh, Her mom was insanely hot. Yeah. And I was like, you know what I should have done? Your mom married a bunch of stiffs. How many times was her mom married? I think three. Okay. I said, if I'd have been smart when I was about 19, uh, one of them got, you know, caused financial difficulties, things like that. Oh, fuck. I said, when I was like 19, I should have married your mom. Because probably me and your mom had a lot in common. And I said, you know what? I probably would have been a really great stepdad for you. She's like, "What'd you just say?" I was like, "I would have been a great stepdad for you, and I would like you to show me that respect." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that comes out of your mouth. It's ridiculous. I know. Told my high school girlfriend I should have married her mom.
0: <laughs> great.
1: Tell her all the time.
0: Dude, we had a we had a friend of ours who um, it was her and her sister we were close friends with the girls were a year apart, and they had a, a they had a hot mom too, and we're like. Yeah, every time you know guys are so dumb in high school especially anytime a woman would show any attention to them you immediately think oh she wants me yeah like she'd walk in and touch your arm and go hey how you doing today and then keep walking didn't mean shit to her yeah all of us and, uh, did she touch my arm she fucking wants me you know yeah. that kind of deal anyway her dad they were divorced her dad um was engaged to a girl that was like no joke a year older than she was like oh, like i'm gosh. talking like a freshman in college oh boy and we didn't know her. We just heard yeah. the story. Of she was upset. Her sister was upset. And we're in a restaurant, and this girl pulls up in this convertible Mazda RX-7. Remember that oh, was in the 80s? yes. And smoking hot. And all of us like, holy shit, look at this girl getting out of this car. And she looks over, and she goes, that's my stepmom, you asshole!" Oh, my gosh. Super pissed at us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> super, yeah. super pissed when we stepped in it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think I
1: had it my junior year. I think it was my senior year. I got a Honda 250 belt drive, which is a pretty small bike, but it was great for driving around Cardiff. And I was always like, if I could put Judy Henry on the back of this English teacher. <laughs> Again, the first name. I don't know how you know the first name. Ah, loved her. I like, she'll probably have to pay for a lot because I'm not making jack shit working at the warehouse. But yeah. Take Judy Henry out for a drive. Things would be okay. I was oh already God. out of her class. Oh,
0: my God. All right, here we go. All right. Interesting question. Have Have you ever been asked to jump into a threesome? You've asked this before. Have I? Have it, because yes. it, happened, it happened the other day to my kid. Yeah. He was downtown San Diego. And this girl asked him to jump in. And she was like 20, mid-20s, and the guy was 40. huh oh. And he was like, no. he doing there? <laughs> she was on the back of his motorcycle. Okay,
1: so, I had to think about when this is, this is probably... It's 100% no. Yeah, it's no, yeah. the question's no, but this is... Right, there's no way you're in a room with another guy. No. So, we used to have parties when I lived in La Costa. Did you ever come to these parties? We had... No. Were, were we, we were doing the show by then, but I lived in La Costa, and we had this clubhouse. So, we would rent this clubhouse out, and it was, like, for my roommate's birthday, um, she worked She worked for a, a telephone book company. Like, they sold the ads for, like, the Yellow Pages. Yeah. So, she turned, I don't know, 30, probably. It was, like, her 30th birthday. So, we had a party at the clubhouse. Well, you know, I'd get a keg, pouring drinks. We're doing a bunch of different things. And we were pretty far up. We were back behind the La Costa golf course. So... If people were having too much to drink, we would encourage them, like, stay at our place. Yeah. So we had friends that were up from Arizona. You remember that place. We had couches, everything. It was pretty comfortable. Yeah, I've been to a couple of these parties. Yeah. So one of the girls that my roommate worked with, insane, gorgeous Filipino girl, would have worked out great, down here, She could have worked at Plaza Bonino. And uh, I mean, she was just the absolute, right? I mean, she's like Lisa Lisa hot. So my roommate gives her bedroom to two friends from Arizona that end up going at it in there to the point that our neighbor yells at me and my roommate the next day, hey, maybe you two want to calm down. We're like, what? She's like going at a little heavy. I was like, we're in my room. Who the hell was in your roommate's room, right? So that was always funny. It's been a joke. But the Filipino girl has had a few drinks. My roommate's passed out. So now it's me and the Filipino girl, and things are going pretty fun. But I want my roommate to understand this, so I'm tapping her on the head. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Because I want her to understand... Yeah, Vouch, like, this is happening right now. (laughs) Uh, She's over there. Uh, Sleeping. I'm so mad, right? Because it's like when they talk about patting your head, rub your stomach, right? (laughs) You're trying to pay attention to Miss Benita, and I'm trying, God damn it. You're not going to believe me tomorrow. You're going to say that didn't happen. So I'm trying to flick her in the back of the head. So, yeah, I tell her this all the time. I'm like, you know what? You really ruined a great night for me. And she's like, why? I'm like, because you probably would have woke up, got fired up. She's like, no, I wouldn't have. I would have left. I'm like, ah, that's what you say now. That's what you say It's easy (laughs) because you're old now. You're all broken down. (laughs) But I'm like, back then, you were in your prime. Who knows? Who knows what would have happened? Oh, my
0: God. I was was watching this uh, podcast interview today. It was Jay Cutler being interviewed by this girl pretty good okay. looking girl and she asked the question do you talk during sex and he looked at her like no and she's like what and he goes you talk all the time don't you he says back to her she goes yeah. oh non-stop was <laughs> i started thinking i think it'd be just a little too much if, if a girl is talking the whole time like giving play-by-play or whatever the fuck shut up right you're yeah. going I, When he said it and she started talking I was like stop interviewing me Right you're going Jesus Charles Davis yeah. <laughs> You're like Fuck yeah. what's going on here I- She was so disgusted by him but he was Disgusted by her
1: Yeah uh, yeah, I won't say anything else I'll <laughs> we'll
0: probably talk too much Alright I'm just going to ask One more uh, one more random question Okay Um. Here we go Would you rather in every phone call with I love you or accidentally call your your partner the wrong name during a fight.
1: Oh, I know. I end 90% of the calls just because we've been through so much yeah. tragedy and so much loss. Every phone conversation with my kids ends yeah. with I love you. Uh, 90% of my friends, it ends that way. And I do it to my ex all the time because it's funny because it makes my kids laugh. Because <laughs> it's funny. Because she doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, She funny. locks up. It's That's great. Funny. I just
0: do it walking out. Couldn't care less. <laughs> well, and, she, and She just takes it. She just goes. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, I told Does you. Did she I'm ever just, say
0: anything like, what the fuck's to deal with your dad?
1: Uh, not, like, they have the answer? I <laughs> <They> don't know. <laughs> That's it. But listen, man. I mean, if it makes your kids laugh, right? Yeah. And not in a mean or bullying way. It's not that way. You're not being rude or disrespectful. Yeah. And I'm like, I ah, just sit there with that blank look. You know, you didn't get it. You're not over anything. Calm down. Yell like,
0: <laughs> Calm down. All right, so we're back next Monday, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, we'll be back next Monday. Have fun in Baltimore. Go to Shane's Sandwiches.
0: Where's
1: that we're, at? Uh, right down by the Baltimore Arena, where I almost got beat up because they thought because I had my San Diego Soccer's track I, jacket. Up.
0: I've already been warned already, saying don't go uh, more than two blocks outside of Camden that it's dangerous.
1: Oh, that's good. What yeah. day are you at Camden? Thursday, dude. How great is and who yeah. are you seeing?
0: Seeing the White Sox.
1: Dude, that'll be great. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, we'll be uh we'll be back down here next Monday night.
0: Good deal. All right, see ya.
2: Better go away A five-cent video game Put a smile on my face Last stop sign Was rather large But I ran it anyway Soundproof fans And a handyman Cussing on TV What Californian Cuss their own Christmas tree Boy, you better watch out For that sneaky back screen door I laughed so hard I'm Unbelievable